Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Hafsa and welcome to the My Pretty Soul podcast where I get to talk about that which gives you peace of mind, keeps you looking pretty and the things that make your soul sing with incredible women that inspire me. And today, the woman that inspires me is, well, me. (laughs) Not to sound conceited, but I felt it only right to introduce the episode like this considering what I'll be speaking about today. I was bound to do a solo episode anyway, but given the current circumstances where we're now in lockdown due to the COVID-19 pandemic, that episode needed to be recorded sooner than later. We're currently experiencing what everyone and their dog is calling unprecedented times, but it's true. Most of us, young and old, have never experienced a time that's uncertain as this, and so I do hope that you're in the best of health and that you're keeping in good spirits. For me, I'm just managing by keeping to-do lists and trying my best to stick to them, trying out new recipes like a tasty sweet potato and lentil soup I just had for dinner, working out to stay sane and keep those happy hormones going, and I'm also using tech more than ever to stay connected to my friends and my family, whether it's Netflix parties or FaceTiming my family. I'm also taking it really easy on myself. At a time like this, it's great to be able to learn new skills and to come out of the lockdown a so-called better person than you were before. However, for some, this is a really difficult time. Some people are losing family members and loved ones. And so it's important to just take it easy on yourself and take each day as it comes because we've never been through anything like this. Something I've been seeing online and in articles that I've read is that the pandemic is impacting people's mental health significantly. COVID-19 is impacting millions of people across the globe, whether it's through losing their jobs, losing their loved ones, or they themselves are afflicted with the disease. It's during times like this that I hope my pretty soul helps to provide some relief to others. I myself battled with my mental health for many years and I created my pretty soul as much for myself as I did for others. In 2012, I experienced a nervous breakdown and though I managed to swim out of the deep sea that is depression, my pretty soul is what I needed back when I experienced that and I still need it today. The content I create as well as where I hope to take it in the future is as much for me as it is for anyone else. 
Those listening to this that know me personally will know that I don't really share much of my personal life online. And so recording this is definitely taking a lot from me. But for a while now, I've felt as though there was something missing when it comes to my pretty soul. And that's communicating my mission in a truly genuine way. If I can't be genuine and transparent, how can I expect others to benefit? So the truth is that after what I went through and still do occasionally, it's my life mission to inspire people, particularly women, to feel great about themselves. In 2012, I went through what most will call a nervous breakdown. And I was also diagnosed with clinical depression. Certain life events had tipped me over the edge and I just fell into a spiral of despair. At my worst, I would stay in my room for days on end and I would just sleep through the day and stay awake through the night. So whilst everyone around me was getting their night's sleep, my mind was stirring very loudly and I just couldn't get to shut it up. My only comfort at the time was food and I gained an incredible amount of weight from eating. And I just remember going to the shops and buying something remotely sweet, like a cheesecake or a tub of ice cream. I pretty much would just devour the whole thing in one sitting. And now looking back, I enjoy those things today, but my relationship with those foods just isn't the same. So back then, those brief moments where I'd enjoy what I was eating was my only joy. I didn't have anything else, and so of course I turned to food. However, it only pushed me into a bigger spiral of self-loathing because I just didn't fit into my clothes. I also battled with acne at the time, so I just didn't feel like I liked what I saw in the mirror. In fact, I couldn't really recognise who I saw at all. It just wasn't me. And I knew that things needed to change, but I didn't know how they could, nor did I have the will to do anything or to change anything. The turning point for me getting the help that I needed was when I began to feel suicidal. It actually frightened me and now in hindsight I believe that that was the little glimmer of hope that I had, that things could turn around and that perhaps I could be happy and that I could have a better life. With that said, there's a quote by an American author, David Foster Wallace, that tugs at my heartstrings every time I read it, also because he had taken his own life. And here it goes. The so-called psychotically depressed person who tries to kill herself doesn't do so out of hopelessness or any abstract conviction that life's assets and debits do not square. And surely not because death seems suddenly appealing, the person in whom its invisible agony reaches a certain unendurable level will kill herself the same way a trapped person will eventually jump from the window of a burning high-rise. Make no mistake about people who leap from burning windows. Their terror of falling from a great height is still just as great as it would be for you or me, standing speculatively at the same window, just checking out of the view i.e. the fear of falling remains a constant. The variable here is the other terror, the fire's flames. When the flames get close enough, falling to death becomes the slightly less terrible of the two terrors. And it's true, the fear of the flames, the flames being the depression and the mental anguish and torment, that is the, the flame for you to find it unbearable to the point where you're willing to take your own life It just really tied everything up so succinctly for me and in a way that I would never have been able to convey myself. Soon after I began to think those thoughts, I decided it was time to call my GP and seek help. And whilst speaking to my doctor, I just burst into tears over the phone and I told her everything that I was going through. I will never forget that day. I will never forget it. And I just remember that even though we weren't physically together, my GP was in a way, holding my hand over the phone. And I'll never forget the empathy and the understanding that I felt. She understood where I was coming from and she empathised and she spoke to me so softly. You never forget how someone leaves you feeling. 
then I just remember feeling understood and cared for. And so I went to the GP for an appointment shortly after, and then I was prescribed antidepressants, which I didn't get on very well with. I, I think, was on them for about a week or two, and then I just completely stopped. They made me feel very nauseous. But I know that a lot of people do really well on antidepressants, but for me, they just didn't work. So I really endeavoured to find other ways to be able to treat it. And one of the ways in which I was able to treat it was through a CBT therapist that my GP had referred me to. Now, like usual, when it comes to the NHS, I waited for weeks to get it. But the thing about getting help is that you need to want it too. And so at the time, I had very little motivation to get out of bed, really. And so after a few missed appointments, of course, they took me off the list. And there's some irony in there because the person who needs it sometimes just might not be motivated enough to seek that help. However, with the help of my family, I found the motivation and the will to change things. And I started slow and gradually, but I found a therapist and I attended therapy regularly and it changed my life for the better. Therapy really helped me to understand myself and why I respond to situations the way I do. And it's equipped me with the skills I need to better deal with them. And so because of therapy, I'm incredibly self-aware. And going to therapy for me was the ultimate act of self-care. Because nowadays I'm able to really break down why I think the way I do. Is there any way that I can perhaps alter the way that I think or how I approach situations? Instead of falling into a pit of despair... Maybe I can break things down differently and think, okay, so this this thing that I'm going through at the moment, it's not the be all or end all. This too shall pass. Is there anything that I can do to perhaps lessen the load on myself? Can I perhaps share that with a friend? Or can I perhaps meditate or do some breathing exercises and just kind of question that thought cycle And psychotherapy was a godsend in the sense that I was able to understand things based on my past and elements of life that in general just really influenced how I looked at things and and how I came to what I was suffering from at that time. And for me, that was self-care in the truest of form. And on the road to my recovery, other things I did for self-care included cooking, working out and even taking long pampering showers. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's funny that in the height of my depression, I still had a taste for Jo Malone and Dipsy candles and I would just burn them whilst taking these elaborate showers. Body scrubs, hair masks, face masks. And that for me was my solace and my comfort at a time where I didn't have anything to turn to. And so my recovery can be broken down into three things, mind, pretty, soul. And so what do these three things encompass? Because for me, mind, pretty, soul, I can't believe that I haven't communicated all of this until now. But as with anything that's really sensitive, there's a certain level of vulnerability that's required. And it's taken me now to get to that point, which is fine. So yeah, what do these three things encompass? One, mind. And what does that entail? That entails taking care of my mental health by doing things that help CBT, journaling, seeing a therapist, and number two, pretty, which is beauty interchangeably. So I've always been a beauty junkie since I was a kid. And some of you will also know that I work in the beauty industry. So I pretty much live, eat and breathe beauty. However, in recent years, there has been a discourse about beauty being a crucial part of self-care. Before I even had the insight to see it as such, simple things like cleansing my skin at night really helped me to form a routine and a sense of control which is important for people when they're going through tough times in their mental health and so little things like a bit of lip gloss or a mask that would leave my skin glowing 
really helped me to feel better at a time where I had zero confidence. And so for me, beauty is a huge part of my self-care and in turn, it was a very big part of my recovery. And finally, three, soul. Sometimes I feel like the soul part of my pretty soul can come across as a bit vague, but that's because it's entirely up to you and how you interpret it. So here's a question. What makes your soul sing? For me, I had to go back and reflect on what I loved before so I could do as much of it as possible. So I could feel joy and happiness again, really. And along the way, I discovered new passions too. So cooking, nourishing foods has done wonders for my mental health and my physical health. Weightlifting, which I love because I'm only in competition with myself and I just want to always outdo myself by increasing my weights. Reading positive affirmations and my faith. So for me, these are the things that make my soul sing. I created My Pretty Soul to be a community for like-minded women to encourage taking care of oneself with respect to all aspects of life. And my why is what I went through. And I'm not alone because the World Health Organization states that one in four women in the world will be affected by a mental health disorder in their life. Some won't be transparent about it, like myself, until today. However, whether you're living with it silently or openly, I hope that you know that you're not alone. And My Pretty Soul is my life's mission. I want to make people feel good about themselves. I want to create a platform that empowers people to show them that they absolutely are not alone. They're not going through this in isolation. I think at a time like this, we realise more than ever that as a group, we can get through things together. We're isolating for the sake of each other. And so we're isolating together, if you will. And now more than ever, we need to realise that we are absolutely all in this together, that we're not an island and we really have each other. And for me, I hope that listening to this, at least one person can take something from it that you feel better listening to it. And for me, I feel absolutely, I feel all the more better for sharing my truth and sharing my why, why I created my pretty soul. And this is it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also, if you love the episode, please reach out to me either on Twitter or Instagram at MyPrettySoul. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 